Welcome to Wonder Tour with Derek Cobb and Drew Perot, where we are learning leadership lessons from your favorite stories. Hi, I'm Derek. And I'm Drew. And we are on a journey to become better leaders by touring fantastic worlds and inspiring lore by going on a Wonder Tour. We connect leadership concepts to story context because it sticks to our brains better. You can find out more at wondertourpodcast.com. This week, we're diving back into Parks and Recreation. We'll be talking about the Season 2 episode, Hunting Trip, where Tom shoots Ron in the back of the head, and there's a whole go-round of the characters trying, taking the high and the low road, trying to figure out how to navigate these waters. We're still looking at integrity, so what we're going to try to understand is in these type of sticky or tricky situations, how do we exhibit integrity within our teams or our familial units or wherever we might find ourselves so that we can navigate to a wise conclusion? All right. Welcome back to Wonder Tour. We are on episode 49 today. We are rounding out this series on integrity. Integrity has been a real eye-opener for both of us. I think that that is an understatement. (laughs) (laughs) integrity was a lot deeper than we ever anticipated that it could ever be. So it's been really rewarding. And again, this is what we say on Wonder Tour. This is for us too. (laughs) We really walk into it like that. So today we have a really a special guest with us to talk about the closer on integrity. His name is BB and I'm going to let him introduce himself and then I'll toss it over to Drew to get us started. Thanks guys. I really appreciate you having me on. I'm actually honored that you would have me speak on integrity. You guys are just such deep thinkers and I like to keep things simple, speak on life experience. I'm a little bit older than you guys, so I've seen some things, but it's just, I I believe that integrity is really about just doing the right thing, taking the high road. So I'm excited about this conversation that we're about to have. Sweet. BB, yeah, it's an honor to have you here, truly. Uh, You've taught me so much about integrity over the years, and I think now we want to try to crystallize some of that into models as we do on Wonder Tour or working definitions so that we can move forward with it. So I think you talked about integrity as taking the high road. I think that's kind of like what we've equated to consistently exhibiting good character, right? It's basically saying like in each circumstance, you have to act consistently and you have to do the best you can to do the right thing in that situation. And of course, it's not always going to be that easy, but how do we From your perspective, I guess, how did you learn about integrity? I know we're going to get into this as we talk about Parks and Rec specifically, but like, how did you come to figure out that integrity was really important? I think that, again, just through life experience, I've been through a marriage. I've got a couple of kids. I went through a divorce. And just because I wanted to do the right thing, again, I I believe it's a a conscious decision to take the high road, to, to do the right thing, because it's so easy, especially in today's world, just to, to do what the, the world is telling us. And, and, and it's all about me. And, and really, it's not. It's about everybody else. We are at the end of the, the food chain, if you will. And, and I think that, you know, a lot of times we're, we're out to get what we can get. But if you think about it, when we're helping others, when we're doing what we're supposed to do, when we we go beyond ourselves. And a lot of times I, I, I say this a lot is when we give beyond ourselves without any expectation in return, that's when we find our purpose. That is when we become fulfilled. And that's what integrity is all about. It's just doing the right thing, even when nobody's looking. That's awesome. Doing the right thing when nobody's looking. It's 
Yeah, and that's really easier said than done. It's so easy to do let the small things slide where you're like, you know what, like, I'm just going to give up right now. You know, I'm just nobody will see it probably, but I'm just not going to I'm not going to worry about this right now. I'm not going to follow up with that person, even though I know they're in a tough spot. I'm just who's going to know? It's just so easy to get pulled that direction. And it's out of it's out of distraction and laziness that we go that route oftentimes and just kind of playing into our own our own pride and thinking that we know in all of our infinite wisdom that how it'll all play out. And this this little decision just doesn't matter over here. Yeah, I'm not going to tell Ron that Tom really shot him. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm going to let that slide. This is great. Let's let's see what we can apply some of this great wisdom to the context here that we're talking about today, which is this hunting trip that everybody went on. Leslie decides to ruin the hunting trip by bringing the ladies along. <laughs> what do you think there, Drew? What, what yeah. stuck out to you guys about that episode as far as kind of leading into it? One thing I thought was funny was just the the random <laughs> shooting of the guns. It's like, oh wow, look at that! There is a little bit of effect when you uh, when you get to do that. I don't know if you've ever actually fired a twelve gauge at like a range or anything like that, but that's uh, got a kick to it. <laughs> oh yeah, I've I've been there. It's been a long time since I have actually, but there's I, I think that's interesting actually to hit on that for a second here. There's like the shooting of the guns and the bula bula bula, right? And there's like this this kind of hurrah team aspect to it, and they're trying to. What you see happening is there's this old guard culture between, you know, Ron and Mark and Jerry, and there's the outside invaders of Leslie and Ann and Tom that are trying to come in and, and kind of invade their time. But you you do notice up front that Ron is he's unapologetic about his maybe disappointment in having the others along, but he he is not going to exclude them. He, he want you know, he's like, OK, you know, you can be here. To, I'll, sure, Leslie, we can be hunting partners, whatever. <laughs> so I think there's something to that. Yeah, I, I think that if we, if we tie this back into the integrity of it all, it, it starts right from the beginning where Ron did not want the others included. However, when Leslie approached him to say, yeah, we're, we want to come with you. It's a work event. Ron took the high road. He said, OK, you guys can come. He did the right thing, although every fiber of his being was saying this is not traditional this is not what we do <laughs> but yet you guys can come yeah, and he took a risk there right i mean he really didn't check anybody's credentials if you go hunting with somebody you really need to trust them i have gotten my hunter education course and they teach you a lot of safety stuff and you really have to be careful and that kind of thing but it's it's funny right because ron's like he's the kind of guy who only trusts about three people in his life or something <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, Ron's got other issues other than integrity, to be honest yeah. with you, that we could talk through in terms of the kind of the security measures that he puts up around himself. But that's for another discussion. Right here, we're yeah. actually kind of looking to Ron's example to some extent of how to exhibit consistently good character. So where do we go from here? So we, we've got the hunting trip We've kind of, you know, um, let's do the what if. What do you think? Yeah, let's bring in the what if. What if? The characters, let's just specifically focus on Tom, Leslie, and and Ron, exhibit integrity in this situation. I mean, how does it play out differently? Because we kind of see some odd push-pull mechanics going on here and some background conversation that's happening, some back-channeling. And it kind of makes you uncomfortable pretty fast as the situation as a whole doesn't have a lot of integrity. It feels like it could fall apart at any moment, right? 
Oh my. So it's totally fragile. I mean, if you look at some of Leslie's, some of the things she says to the game warden, right? She says, so what happened? Did you forget to check the entire field? I find a lot of women have problems with tunnel vision. (laughs) No, I'm an excellent hunter. How'd you end up shooting a guy in the head then? Fair enough. I was walking in the woods and then I tripped and my gun went off. So you forgot to put the safety on. No, no, no. The safety's always on. While I was tripping, I saw a quail and I shot at it. (laughs) I'll stop right there. I mean, she gets deeper and deeper on this. She's obviously trying to, I don't know. It's interesting, right? Because she's actually, what is she doing here, Drew? Give me, give me a readout. Oh, she's, yeah, she's kind of just like falling, slipping, sliding down the hole, right? It's like, this is, this is what happens when you lose some integrity, right? It's like you're, and and it's weird because there's almost like no winning in this situation for Leslie. It seems like, but the problem is as soon as she compromises a little bit of her integrity, she immediately is like put to the kind of just like pushed to the edge. And it's like, okay, now compromise all of this other stuff here because to protect that lie that you just told, now everything else is going to get questioned and you aren't going to be able to answer truthfully. So like, good, good luck with that. And so she, and you see her like totally falling apart, right? And in the end, she, she says like, yeah. I got the tunnel vision thing that women can get. And you're like, that's so against her values. And she's having to go against her values here now because she tries to take what she views as the high ground in the situation and protects Tom. Yeah, I think that we talked about taking the high road and doing the right thing. But I think in this situation, she's actually doing the inverse of that because, yeah, she's trying to take the high road and cover for Tom. However, you know, she's making up all these excuses, but every each and every time the warden calls her out on it, She's like, no, of course I had the safety on. No, I did this or no, I did that. So her integrity is trying to rise up through that as she's trying to cover for Tom. So she's kind of fighting that in reverse. I find that interesting. She's trying to back into the integrity, honestly, right? After she gets it, she kind of like gets thrust into this situation by her own doing, uh, albeit. But she's then trying to like back into the integrity. She's like, no, I'm trying to hold the picture together for this guy, Mm -hmm. but I can't figure a way to do it let's let's talk about the i mean there is an obviousness to their what if what if tom was truthful well and leslie wouldn't have had to take that pain on herself tom would have gotten in some big trouble and ron i don't think ron would have had as many quips i don't know about you guys but he was really riding leslie because she was able to kind of talk it away but tom actually would have gotten like (laughs) some serious trouble probably arrested you know for doing what he did. And obviously it would not have made for a good parks and recreation episode because of that twist. Tom goes to jail. Yeah. Tom goes to jail. Oh man. Uh, at least I look good in jail. <laughs> you know, like he's got to have the right shoes on for those mug shots. <laughs> I think that's probably how it would have played out. Right. I mean, it, it would have played out with him looking good on the, you know, that may have been the end of the episode. I mean, I guess you could have played it like that, but let's talk really quickly about yeah. this. because I feel like we're yeah. hitting, we're hitting kind of a, a convergence here on what do we do when there isn't a single good high road to take, right? Cause we start, started at the beginning by go. saying like integrity is taking the high road, but in this situation, like let's just place ourselves in Leslie's shoes. And it's like, what is the high road in that situation? And how does one figure that out? That's a tough one because you want to protect your team. You want to protect the, the people that are around you. But yet the truth is the truth, right? And so another one of the things that I say, and this is not mine, but yet I'll admit that I stole it from somebody else. And it's, you know, we want to build a bridge of grace so strong that it can hold the truth. And so I think that's what Leslie's that's trying to do. But yes, she's struggling with it the whole time. 
she's trying to build that bridge and she's always trying to build that bridge with Ron that that relationship bridge so strong it can hold the truth but I think she she second guesses it in this moment she's like I don't know if Tom's relationship with bridge with Ron is strong enough to hold the truth because Ron might just sell him out to the park ranger as soon as he gets here or whatever but it's almost like you know what now that I'm seeing this I think the park ranger doesn't get there initially outside of scope maybe right here is whether or not they what story they tell to the park ranger right that's a second integrity question but the first integrity question could have been like you said it could have been answered by i think when you're working with adults and you have a relationship with them that is more than just a single moment like you really should put a high priority on telling the truth in the situation because they're going they have a lasting relationship they have to have a future relationship because they work together so I think even if you tell Ron what happens in this situation, like you still have if you decide in your wisdom in that moment or the team's wisdom that you're going to Leslie's going to say to the warden that she shot Ron. That way Tom doesn't go to jail or whatever. Then I think that door's still open, probably. I don't know. I'm, I'm crunching on that. I'm, I'm trying to think of I feel like one thing that sticks out to me is that I feel that Leslie has I don't want to say it's a flaw, but it's 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 a weakness for people in her life that she wants to basically take care of all of them. And I think some of that is overriding of her integrity because ultimately, I mean, correct me where I'm wrong here, but isn't integrity. It plays the long game. We've said this in previous episodes. We look at someone's entire good versus the good of the moment and saying, I need to do the right thing right now so Tom doesn't have a worse hunting accident later. That's what my integrity would say. That's hard, though, if it really is a serious consequence, right? And I think that's where she, like you said, she bucked her integrity. She fought against it, really, right? She she did something inconsistent in order to... I don't know. What is it? Is it not a... Is it a sacrifice? She made a sacrifice? She... She was willing to take some consequences. I think this is interesting because we're on that edge between integrity and compassion. You know, we're going to be talking about compassion in our next series. And I really do think this was a compassionate action on her part towards Tom. What do you guys think? I think you're absolutely right on that. And, and she put herself in a, in a precarious position because just her character in general is she, she wants to take care of people. Period. Look at some of the other episodes as well, and you you will see that with almost every character in the show where she wants to take care of them. And I think what she was doing in this particular episode, though, is she's she's protecting. She's protecting Tom. At I do believe that that could be looked at as a sacrifice. She's sacrificing her own the way that Ron is going to see her from now on to protect yeah. Tom because she knew the consequences. So to to some degree, that's an admirable trait. But where do you draw the line on that one? Is it is it admirable or is it you're going back on your values, on your on your foundation by taking the blame for something that you didn't do? We can tie in Tom on this one here, whereas Tom needs to come clean. I'm not so sure how how genuine he was about when Ann approached him to say, hey, you got to tell Ron. And he's like, oh, yeah, I was just about to. Yeah. Wasn't yeah, he? right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Oh, you know, Tom. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, and Tom, he he's all about himself. Throughout the whole series, he's all about himself. Yeah. But there are times when I've noticed that his integrity does come through, and he does he does fess up. And again, we could talk about other episodes, but yet in this particular episode, yeah, he needed to come clean right out of the gate and, and not let Leslie take the, the heat, not let her take the heat that Ron was just relentlessly 
heaping honor. I agree with you. I, I want to hit on that for a second here because taking the high road changes others. And that's that's really why integrity is so important. It, number one, it's important because as we talked about in, in Dune with Brian, character is destiny. And so as a result, you know, if you let your character falter, your future is also going to falter on on those present decisions that that, you know, let down your character. So that's one reason. But number two is because taking the high road changes other people over time. You've probably seen that before. I've seen that before. Other people have done it for me where they their integrity in a moment of my integrity faltering pulls me back up. And you're like, wow, I need to be stronger. I need to do that for other people because I can't expect everybody always to act with integrity. But what I can do is I can always act with integrity. And in doing that, you just slowly you see other people start to make the right decision. I, I agree with that. You're absolutely right. And, and just looking back on my life, I was kind of like Tom early on. What's in it for me? What can I get out of this? How can I turn this to my advantage? And once you make that decision that, no, I'm going to do what, what I need to do, what's the right thing for, for others, it does have an impact. It does. It has the ripple effect, actually. So it may not happen right now, but when you do the right thing and others are watching, whether you realize it or not, they're watching you. And when they see you leading by example and you are you're not only talking the talk, but you're walking the walk, that does affect them. And then what will happen is maybe a year later, five years later, 10 years later, whatever that looks like, you see them doing the same thing. They're taking the high road. They're doing what's right. And it just spreads and it just spreads and it spreads. And it's a beautiful thing when, when you can trace that back to what you did and how it affected other people. Like I said earlier, when, when you're in it for you and you're doing things because what can I get out of it rather than let me just do this and, and not expect anything in return. That changes not only you, but then as other people watch you do it. And Drew, you know, you've alluded to this earlier, like from watching me, you've made that decision to, to go ahead and let's have integrity and let's do the right thing and let's take the high road no matter what the consequences are for us. That's what it's all about. So I, I just take pleasure in, in watching you grow as well. Yeah, I think there's a there's a good story there in terms of vulnerability, right? And just being willing to, you know, admit what's what's happened in the past, having the transparency there, the also to to talk about what's happening in the present. And that's one space where integrity is just critical and it requires wisdom as a leader is, you know, you don't just want to throw everything in your heart out at everybody all the time because it, they can't handle it. It's mm -hmm. not the right time and stuff. But there is the right time when you have to be willing to share your failures. You have to be willing to share the lessons that you've learned. You have to be willing to share the things that you still like weigh on your mind. And if you're not willing to do that, the, your integrity in the snap decisions that you make will falter. It's you have to be willing to to share who you are authentically and, and to be willing to put that out there to people because when you do that, it changes them and they're willing to share some things back. And I've just seen that in the past. And I think this maybe wraps us to our final part of this episode here. I think we wanna talk about Ron a little bit as we close here, right? So Ron finds out that Leslie after berating her she he finds out that leslie was covering well, for tom hey first we just need to have a quote from ron right this okay. says maybe the next time i'm at the doctor's office getting my prostate examined you could come by and shoot me in the head leslie <laughs> i added a leslie uh, part on there but <laughs> this is the moment right after this quote is when tom fesses up so but tom is extremely annoyed <laughs> right at leslie for purportedly shooting him in the head so 
All right, you can pick it up from right there. You could probably do empathy on on Ron here at this point, I'd say. Let you work your magic. Well, it's a sticky situation, but I want to see how Ron reacts to this, right? So Ron's response is to say he immediately turns and he was like, no, Leslie, you're a stand up guy, basically, which is kind of what in a way what Leslie wanted to vindicate her the entire time is Ron's approval that he that he trusts her, basically. So, BB, I mean, what is what are you learning from the way that Ron handles the situation? I think that because he was just relentlessly beating her up about shooting him in the head, like you just mentioned, that's all well and good for a time. But but you got to have compassion at some point, you know, so we can we can kind of like tie that back in because I do think integrity and, and compassion overlap. So enough's enough. So I think he, he probably took it a little too far. But yet his integrity then shined through where he says you're a stand up guy. So he admitted he was wrong, which is big, and just went towards Leslie with that, okay, I'm wrong, I'm sorry about that. And, and, and that takes a lot, because in today's society especially, it's all about us, everything that we do is right, it's our truth, it's not the truth, all that kind of stuff. And for Ron to come back and say, hey, I was wrong, for a man of his pride and his, his authority within the office and, and his character in, in and of itself was huge. That, I respected that, actually. His quick turn. And I mean, he he does turn quick. I do want to mention, though, that he kind of then turns his ire towards Tom. So he had a chance. I think he had a chance to be like, okay, I empathize with you, Tom. I understand that you were scared. So he kind of like throws that a little bit. But I think overall, you're right. I mean, I really do like the way that he kind of directed himself towards Leslie and made it right. And I think at that point, that was that was really good. I guess it's easy on it's easy to beat up Tom a little bit. He's kind of wimpy. <laughs> so it's almost like people want to lean into beating him up a little bit, push him around a little bit. He's kind of like Jerry. We're going to talk about that in the next episode. Let's wrap it up here real quick. So yeah, go ahead. I think our, our kind of main point with integrity that we've learned from you, BB, is integrity is about taking the high road consistently. And that's kind of wrapping up some of our working definition of integrity, where it's it's about being consistent with your character for the good of others. And I think that's where we're actually just wrapping it into compassion, where you're saying, like, integrity is my core functions. It is the integrity is the intactness of all my core character functions, essentially. But it actually overlaps with compassion because compassion is my me loving other people and me sitting down with other people to understand them and not condemning them, but instead trying to figure, trying to understand them and really be able to, to help them where they're at, not by, not by telling them what to do or anything like that, but just by giving them a relationship bridge, essentially giving them a bridge of grace that says, Hey, I'm going to extend this to you, even if nobody else is, or even if you're not going to extend it back, I'll extend it to you. And I think that's, we see bits and pieces of that compassion here, but I think that's, that's where we want to get to in our next series is really trying to figure out, okay, so it's almost an, I feel like the next series is almost an evolution of the integrity series where we talk about, okay, it's so important. We started by talking about Encanto with the house and the magic and how it's, it's all about integrity, right? And Mirabelle. And Mirabelle's integrity, the magic's integrity, keeps the family and the town together. And now we're starting to split apart. Okay, the integrity is about my actions, me choosing, making the conscious decisions to take the high road, regardless of the consequences to me. But doing that doesn't make a whole lot of sense in a vacuum, right? It only makes sense when you understand that 
people are watching me and that my actions are meaningful. And so I'm doing this because by doing this, I might be able to reach. And we always say to shine the warm light on the other people around me. I think that's beautiful. I really do like how you cap that off. One thing that I was thinking about as you were talking there is that as we talk about magnanimous character, we've built up this image of magnanimous character, which I would think is almost like maybe if you think of it like slices of a pie. Okay. So you've got a hundred percent of magnanimous character and what's in there. It's the proportion of this a little proportion of that. I think at the very center, this is where it's going to get a little weird. So <laughs> give me some pushback if you don't like it, but at the very center, you have integrity tying everything together. It's really at your core, but it also extends out and almost wraps around everything, like kind of like a shield and holds that together too. So it's like a shell, but simultaneously it's a core. And I think that is truly to me in my mind, as I'm trying to work out a model of integrity visually, trying to think of like, what does that look like, right? How does it relate? It seems to tell you when to engage, like, or sorry, the proportion of which to engage, to be consistent, as well as driving your own internal consistency as well. What do you think about that? As we're it's almost it? like integrity is the integrity is the atoms. It's like at the atomic level almost, or maybe even the subatomic level, right? That it's like this super fine grain underneath of all your other models. It's like what's holding all of the basically all of the other models together. It does. Integrity. Yes, yes. It's it's all throughout. And I, I think that's really important as we go forward is that any of these characteristics and we're going to find, I think, with compassion, did you you exercise compassion with the integrity, like you were saying, I think that's really key there. And I'm thinking of other leadership characteristics, but each one of them has to have integrity. So I'm really glad we did this integrity series, like super glad, like probably the most benefit that I've I've gotten out of the Wonder Tour so far. And I think it just gets better and better because we've gone through a number of things to build up to the base, you know, build up the base on that. BB, thank you for being on this episode today. And we're looking forward to having you back on episode 51. I'm going to talk about episode 50 for a second and then we'll close out. But episode 50 is a big milestone for myself and Drew because we started out this, this uh, journey about a year ago. And we didn't know how it was going to work out. <laughs> Actually, fun fact, we we had we had a few different names for the podcast. One of them was Stratagems. That was my idea. And then we recorded one episode of Strategy Factory. <laughs> so we finally realized that one of the things that we had been pursuing for a real long time informally, and we never really talked to anybody else about, was character development. And I was just telling Drew yesterday that Wonder Tour is allowed me personally, and I know Drew too, to unwind a lot of these thoughts that we had on a normal basis and make a place for them and actually share them with somebody else. Anyway, in this 50th episode, we're just going to hit some of the highlights. It'll be a highlight show, kind of like what you used to watch on your favorite shows as a kid. I remember just different various shows. They do that every so often. All right. Well, with that, I'm just going to close this out. Just remember, not all who wonder are lost. We'll see you next time.